Oh, what the heck? And welcome back to the podcast, guys. Listen to that fat groove. Now, if that doesn't get you in the mood for love, I don't know what will, because Valentine's Day is this week, and the love is in the air. On the worldwide census, they actually say that Valentine's Day is the day that the most babies are made, which is totally understandable when you've got millions of radio stations playing Barry White and George Benson, because dang, my hips are... You can't see it? You can't see it because this is an audio experience. But if you could, just imagine my hips. They're just naturally moving right now. I can't even stop it. <laughs> oh, I could listen to this all day. But unfortunately, we have a jam-packed schedule. So we have to... Okay, stop the music. Seriously. Seriously, stop the music. Thank you. Oh, he took his time. So let me just catch you guys up. My boss has a child called Jimmy, and Jimmy is doing an internship here at the podcast. He's pushing all the buttons for us, and to be honest, just between you and me, he kind of sucks. But I need to keep this job, so I have to be nice to him. Good work, Jimmy. You're doing really good. Freaking idiot. All right, so welcome to A Waste of Time, everyone. My name is Jordan, and today we have a jam-packed, if you couldn't guess by the intro already, Valentine's Love Edition of the podcast, and... For those who know me, I am a freaking hopeless romantic. Yes, I know I'm single and I actually haven't been on any dates and I haven't done anything romantic in my life really at all, but in my head, I am the most romantic dude on this earth. I just need to be given a chance to prove it, okay? So for any of those single women out there, hit me up. (laughs) We're not even a minute into the podcast and I'm already this desperate. Wow. I can only see this podcast ending one way and that is me in the fetal position sobbing about my sad love life, which is actually non-existent. So you can't actually cry about something that doesn't exist. Okay. Wow. That is a very depressing start. Let's try and turn this thing around. I'm going to tell you guys One, another travel story, because last week I told you about my first ever travel experience and my first ever couchsurfing experience, and you know what? I thought I would get more judged, but you guys came through with the empathy and sympathy, and I do appreciate it. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend you start at the beginning and make your way through. This is only episode three, so you have plenty of time to catch up. But on this episode, I'm going to tell you about a travel story again, but this one is obviously going to have a twist of love. Love. (laughs) But hold up, it actually wouldn't be a podcast episode with me if I didn't complain about something on Instagram. And if you haven't noticed this week, or if you're about to notice, this week you're going to get a lot of influx in regards to, we already had a lot of couple accounts online, relationship goals, that sort of thing. But just when you thought they couldn't get more in your face about their relationship and how perfect it is, they ramp it up tenfold for Valentine's Day because it is the day of love and it is insane how many kissing photos you're going to see online. People are going to be sucking face all over your newsfeed. So I'd be very cautious of that if I was you. Last year, I spent two hours on Instagram on Valentine's Day, and I actually got a hickey, like a physical hickey on my neck. It was insanity. I had to wear a scarf in the middle of summer, and it was crazy embarrassing. So, you know what? It might even be better that you just don't log into Instagram on Friday the 14th. 
While we are on the topic of Instagram couples, I just want to bring up one thing. I have noticed that I do not follow and I have never seen an ugly Instagram couple. Okay, that let me rephrase that because ugly is a harsh word, but a normal looking everyday sort of like couple on Instagram. Every single Instagram couple that I have either met in real life and friends with or I've just seen online, they're all 10s out of 10. It's insane that they've all got the perfect face, the perfect body. They're all freaking so attractive and guess what makes it worse? They're actually good people in real life. Oh, I just, I just want something to hate about these people because I am so incredibly jealous about that perfect jawline that they were just born. You can't make a jawline better. They're just all born with this perfect jawline and abs. And I'm like, wow. I mean, I could work for the abs, but I am never getting that jawline. And we both know that. My new goal for this week is to find and follow a normal, run-of-the-mill, average-looking <laughs> Instagram couple. On another note, how self-centered and self-indulged is our culture these days, guys? I literally looked through my newsfeed. I'm talking about my freaking self here. I looked through my newsfeed and I realized, wow, my Instagram is just photos of me. I only upload photos of me. Am I not the biggest narcissist on this earth or what? And then I comforted myself knowing that everyone else does it. And one of the greatest lessons you can learn in life is that if everyone else is doing it, it's definitely okay to do. I learned that early on in my backpacking years and that is something I will take <laughs> to my grave. <laughs> not really, guys, that is terrible advice. Do not listen to me, I am rambling on. Okay, let's get into the stuff that I know you're all sticking around for, which I do appreciate if you have gotten this far into this podcast. But here's the thing. The story actually picks up from episode 2. So last week, as most of you know, you should have listened to that episode first. I sort of had an altercation with couchsurfing where I was in bed with a gay man. Anyway, it's hard to explain. Just go listen to that podcast. This situation happens a week later after I left Hawaii. It is my second week of traveling and I am in Vancouver, Canada. I'm still rattled up about the week before and I'm just sort of like, you know what, let's just continue this travel thing. I'm sure it can only get better from here. So I jump on the bus as you do. And here's the best thing about the story is this was nothing to do with me. I was just an innocent bystander that happened to get involved. I'm sitting on a bus and this guy comes up and sits next to me. To describe this guy, I would say he's like 40 years old, bald, Mm, decently overweight, a bit, you know, pudgy around the corners and the sides, and he was a bit chatty, so we started chatting. So we start chatting, and I obviously hear that he's got a bit of an accent, so I ask where he's from, and he's like, I am from Bulgaria. I'm, I, I kind of forget where it's from, but let's just go with Bulgaria for this conversation, and also, this is going to be a terrible accent, so bear with me, but it's literally kind of how he sounded, but just don't judge the accent. So the guy's sitting next to me and he's like, oh, hello, what is your name? And I'm like, Jordan. He's like, oh, wow, Jordan, you are very nice, tasty snack. I'm like, hang on, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> hang on, what? He literally comes out so hardcore. And again, I can't move because I'm on the inside of the bus seat and he's on the aisle seat. So 
this guy has controlled me into this corner that I can't get out of, and I'm like straight away like having these flashbacks the week before. Oh, here we go again. So he's like, oh, what are you doing? And I'm talking about how I'm traveling, and he goes, and he somehow brings up the fact that, I think I asked him, I asked him the question, oh, what do you do? And he goes, oh, you know me? I used to be a supermodel. And I'm like thinking in my head like, there is no way in heck this guy used to be a supermodel. Like he is just, I'm sorry, but he, yeah, he's not the best looking guy you'll ever meet. And he's like, oh, you don't believe me. You don't believe me. I used to be a supermodel. Like 20 years ago, me at 20 years old, I was on the face of the magazines (laughs) in Bulgaria. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he goes, you, oh, you want to see some photos? And I'm like, uh, do I really have a choice? Uh, I, I probably actually said yes. But anyway, I was curious. Let's just say I was curious. And he goes, oh, well, look at this. And he shows me photos of him uh, dressed up as a woman, you know, high heels. He's cross-dressing. He's got the wig. He's got the makeup. He's wearing a freaking bikini and high heels. And this wasn't like a photo of him when he was 20. This was a photo that he took yesterday and he's like flicking through these photos going, oh, I just took a photo shoot yesterday. You like what you see. You like what you see. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, yeah, like, um, yeah, sure. I didn't want to offend him, but I didn't want to like, you know, act interested because I clearly can tell by now, like, you know, my gay is a bit better. This guy is gay. And he ends up going, writing his address down on a piece of paper and goes, you know what? Here's my address. You should come over tonight. And I was like, whoa, hang on. No way. No way am I going to be this naive and get myself into another situation like I did in Hawaii. That is not happening, Jordan. So I politely say I'm busy and blah, 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 blah. But I couldn't keep my mouth shut because at this stage I was like, Wow, this is like the second or third time in a week of leaving home that people have thought that I was gay just from how I look. So I was like, I need to get to the bottom of this. Why do all these men think I'm gay? Is it something to do with the way I look, the way I talk? I don't know what it is. So I just straight up asked the guy, I said, you think I'm gay, don't you? And then he goes, oh, what? You're not gay? And I'm like, no. He's like, oh, of course not. I, of course, of course not. I know that you are not gay. I would never, blah, blah, blah. And then I go, no, you 100% think that I was, I'm gay. And he goes, and I'm like, tell, tell the truth. Like telling him like, you've got to tell me the truth. Come on. And he's like, okay, maybe just a little bit. I think you'll look a little bit gay. And I'm like, what the flipping heck, man? Like, I'm just sitting on a bus in Vancouver mid-afternoon and I'm just attracting all these guys. So I'm, I, I'm trying to ask the guy, is it my haircut? Is it my smile? Is it the way I'm dressed? What is the reason? And he goes, oh no, you just give off the vibe, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, man. <sighs> so what happened here was I told him over and over after he showed me his freaking, oof, his photos of him in a bikini and high heels and makeup and Remember, this guy's like 40 years old and bald. So after he did this, I said, I, and I told him I wasn't gay. After the whole thing, he was going to get off the bus and he goes to me, Oh, by the way, here is my address. 
and you want to figure out if you are gay, you come to my address tonight, tomorrow night, next month, next year, you just come to my address and within one hour we will know if you are gay or not. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, <laughs> I don't need to figure anything out. <laughs> But I grabbed, obviously I grabbed the address because it's free accommodation and it's free, you know, food and that sort of thing. And I'm a broke backpacker. So I went there, you know, and I had a great, <laughs> no, I didn't guys. I didn't, I'm not that stingy. I didn't put myself in that situation this time. I think a week ago, the Jordan I had, the Jordan week, one week previous would have totally just gone out of naivety to be like, I'm a traveler. I meet so many people. I've got to totally hang out with all of these people because, wow, like, we're just friends, like, strangers that become friends. No, I was not going to be that naive. I didn't go. And I knew that his methods to figuring out if I was um, gay or not <laughs> were probably not going to be, mm, I don't know. They probably weren't methods that I wanted to uh, do to say the least. So after eight days of traveling, I've had two experiences with um, pretty assertive men. Looking back, I actually think I just must have looked like such innocent prey to them. You know, they probably see this little, little kid like, oh, he's just traveling for the first time. Like, ah, let's take advantage. I don't know. I don't know. So there is my juicy little love story for you guys today. For those lonely and taken people, I hope your Valentine's Day is really good and I hope that that is not an experience you have on your Valentine's Day. Sadly, I don't actually have any more juicy love stories for you. You know, I'm actually quite a little innocent. I guess I am pretty innocent. I'm very, you know, an inexperienced man when it comes to the world of love. So for now, that is as juicy as it gets. In other world news, the coronavirus is sweeping the earth and it is absolutely insanity. I was in Wuhan two months ago. So the fact that this broke out one month ago and I was there two months ago, that is some serious lucky timing for me. I'm so stoked that I wasn't caught up in the coronavirus like zombie apocalypse over there in Wuhan because it doesn't look good at all. And we are hoping that they can find a vaccine for it soon. You know what's going to be interesting? It's going to be interesting what the anti-vaxxers decide to do, especially the ones with young kids, when the coronavirus is being spread and there is a vaccine. I guarantee you that there's going to be like a sad, a sad reality where someone will die because they didn't decide to get the vaccine. And honestly, if you are an anti-vaxxer, please, 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 Message me on Instagram because I would love to get into your brain and your mind to to do with to do with this whole situation because I feel like it's almost as bad, if not worse, than people that say that they believe the earth is flat. It's like there's so much evidence. There is so much evidence that the earth is round and there's so much evidence that the medicine helps that when someone goes against it, it's like I need to I need to talk to these people. So message me. It wouldn't be an end of a podcast unless I didn't complain about something that I have seen on Instagram in the last few weeks. So one thing that I've noticed, <laughs> okay, first you've got to understand that I come from this 
very, very like deep trenched like travel Instagram world where that is literally everyone's focus is Instagram and travel and that's their career and their livelihood and that's all they spend their time focusing on. So I am going to have a lot of pet peeves to do with this industry just because some things I think are so silly. But this one that I is so silly that I stumbled upon recently and I just can't handle it. You know when you take a photo for someone, they give you picture credit, like, you know, at the bottom of the caption, they're like, oh yeah, picture credit to at Jordan Tuali or whoever took the photo. So recently I've been seeing people giving picture credit, but then they're giving edit credit to themselves. So they're going, photo taken by Jordan, edited by myself. And they're giving themselves credit for the edit, edit credit, oh that rhymes, we can make a song about that. <laughs> but I, they're giving themselves credit when they're in the photo, they're like this beautiful sort of like landscape shot or something, they're just in this beautiful scenery and they've given photo credit to the person, the photographer, makes sense, and then they're giving credit to themselves for editing the photo and I'm sitting here going, oh. <laughs> Good work. You've just... why I, I don't understand the people that want to give themselves more, like, online praise to themselves. Like, you're already in the photo. We already have everyone liking your photos and commenting on your photos and your whole account is about you. But you don't have to tell everyone in every photo that you edited it. <laughs> I don't know. That just throws me off completely and I just don't understand it at all. It's like we're feeding to their egos even more. I know some people are probably going to be listening to this going, I do that. <laughs> and I'm not here to offend, guys. If you do do that, ooh, I said do do. Haha, <laughs> I knew it would happen sooner or later. <laughs> if you do it, message me and tell me why you do it. That's another, another great thing that I would love to understand. Well, I feel like I've wasted your time enough for today, so I'm going to say have a great Valentine's Day and boom! Oh, what's this? Yeah, let's go groove out to the music. <laughs> and remember that if you are celebrating Valentine's Day alone, welcome to the club and it can't get worse than what it was two years ago for me. I was in Paris on the day of love, walking around, watching all of these couples kiss under the Eiffel Tower whilst I wallowed in my tears and my loneliness. So. You can't get worse than a Valentine's Day in the city of love alone. <laughs> Although, you know what? It is really, really fascinating to watch the people. People watching in Paris on the, the Valentine's Day is amazing. Okay, Jimmy, cut the music. Oh, wow. Jimmy's getting pretty fast. Oh, fast loner. <laughs> okay. Well, that is it. I've just wasted your time way too much today. I almost feel guilty for wasting so much of your time. Enjoy the week. You'll hear my beautiful voice next week. And remember to like, subscribe, and share. Share the podcast, guys. I would really appreciate it if you shared this podcast because that is the only way it's going to grow. And this is 26-year-old Jordan that is sitting in his childhood room that he grew up in, in his parents' house, single as heck, saying, Good night, everyone. It is midnight, and I'm sitting in my room talking to a microphone. I should probably be doing something else in my life. <laughs> I should probably move out of home. That's what I should probably do. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll see you guys in the next one. What the heck? Bye.